0: You're with Karen, accentuating the positive on FM 99.3. How are you going this morning? I'm here on Skype with Simon Cohen, who is a social commentator, broadcaster, inspirational speaker, and writer. And he's been up to some good. Good morning, Simon. Good morning to you. (laughs) Great to have you on ATP Radio. Now, Simon has a business called Global Tolerance, communications with a conscience. Would you like to enlighten us to what exactly that is?
1: Sure. Well, it's not going to be my business for too much longer as I'm giving it away, but it's a, it's a, a PR and a communications agency, but one that only works with awesome people who are trying to make a positive social difference. So people like the Dalai Lama or Mahatma Gandhi's grandson mm. Desmond Tutu—people who are making authentic attempt of leaving a legacy of love, which I know is what you're all about. So,
0: yeah, we're all about that on ATP Radio. <laughs> but Simon, how did you get into this? What was happening to make you think, okay, this is this is the plan. This is what I'm going to do.
1: Well, it was partly by personal and social compulsion. You see, I I've always been fascinated by those big questions of who am I, what's the meaning of life, what happens when we die, some of these really big questions. And I studied theology at, at, at university trying to tackle some of these big questions, but all I all I got instead of answers were more and more questions. Yeah. Um, and because I wasn't religious at all, I, I went into advertising uh, because I had a big gob and uh, I could speak the hind legs off a donkey, as my mum keeps on reminding me. And I went into advertising, but I actually found that my personal behaviour was completely out of sync with my perception of myself. You see, I've always seen myself as quite a moral good guy. And my friends have come to me for moral guidance and advice if they didn't know what to do but I was actually taking my friends or family out to lunch and putting on the company expenses I was selling advertising space to people who didn't need it mm. and actually what I was doing was tearing myself in two, I was putting a professional mask on behaving a certain way and then being moral assignment again when I went back home and I was not being congruent with my sense of self So I realized that what this was leading to was an unhappy Simon. I wasn't feeling happy or fulfilled. However much money I earned, it wasn't enough because I was looking in all the wrong places.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Do you think that that industry, were you doing it because it was expected? Is that what your peers were doing? Why were you behaving so incongruently why were you were you trying to sort of impress people what was going on this is like a message to young people out there there might be well
1: i i think that the 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 honest answer is i don't know yeah but i was pretty starry-eyed graduate i was attracted by the the glamour of the media we went out drinking at lunchtime. there were loads of girls around it was all really exciting and there was a sense of superhero-like invincibility that, yeah, we get to go uh, and lunch at all these cool restaurants and other people pay for it and everyone did it. It was part of the culture. And But the thing that I've been learning and discovering about myself and my journey on being a leader is that just because something is conventional wisdom or other people do it doesn't make it right and I I felt this whisper of conscience that same moral little boy who wanted to make a difference in this world to turn up the volume into a cacophony into a shouting to the point of this isn't right and actually I've got to start behaving differently if I'm going to be happy but also if I'm going to contribute to society in a meaningful way
0: so how did you transition from the fast-paced world of advertising to what you're doing now?
1: Well, the, <laughs> I turned from the fast-paced world of advertising to an even faster-paced world of global tolerance. <laughs> I quit my job. I, I'm a good, I, I work well under a deadline and I had 30 days notice to work something out. I had 200 pounds left of my overdraft and so I thought, right, I've got to figure something out. And that thing was, was global tolerance and particularly the way in which the media dragged so many different faith communities and cultures through the mud post 9-11, I saw there as being a real social need and urgency of balancing some of the media coverage about some of these social issues. Rather than sharing messages of hate, of problems, how can we share a message of compassion, of solutions, and shine a light on those inspirational people that are working towards challenging some of these our planet's most pressing problems. And the world around me, I was seeing a world of beauty, of inspiration, of love. Yet when I turned on the, the, the news and looked at the newspaper, I was seeing a world of hatred, of divisiveness. And so there was a, a lack of congruency there. And so I really wanted to, to turn this internal fight or struggle that I've been going through, and extrapolate it onto the media. How can like, our own social values, and I'm confident that the vast majority of people are good people, how can we actually turn that into media coverage? Because I was told as a starry-eyed graduate that the media's role is to reflect the community it serves. Well, if the community is looking for solutions, and a community is largely good, then the media's responsibility is to reflect that. So I saw that as being a commercial...
0: Hallelujah to that, darling, hallelujah to that. It's not what happens, but wouldn't it be nice, is what I say.
1: (laughs) It can happen. And I knew that the media doesn't have an agenda towards hate. The media doesn't have an agenda towards problems. The media's got an agenda towards news. Ratings. Exactly, ratings. So I saw it as a challenge of how do we make good news... Help you get more readers, more viewers, more listeners, more users than the same old tired, obsolete negativity yeah. that every other every other newspaper is covering. And so, how can we use the commercial argument to help the media share positivity? And that was the business model of Global Tolerance, and it really succeeded. They lapped it up, and we were seeing. Stories about the other 9-11 when Mahatma Gandhi started the modern non-violent movement on 9-11 in 1906, pasted over the mainstream media coverage on the anniversary of September 11th, just as every other broadcaster was sharing Osama bin Laden's anniversary box set to drive fear into people's hearts.
0: You're listening to Karen on Accentuate the Positive Radio on FM 99.3 and I've been chatting with Simon Cohen. He's the CEO of Global Tolerance which is a PR company that's out there doing some good and it's big business and Simon is giving it away. Are you interested in applying for it? Go to globaltolerance.com and see if you want to apply.